0: Welcome to the Watch Okay Please podcast, a podcast where three friends try to convince each other to devote what little time they have left to watch more TV and or movies than they've ever wanted to watch. Please join us while we argue about our media cues and waste everyone's valuable time on things that just don't matter. Welcome back, folks. It's Nyan, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Watch OK Please podcast. We've got some pretty interesting shows on deck for today's episode, but first, as a recap um, on exactly what we're doing here for new folks joining us, each week we have two segments. One half of the pod is us pitching a TV show that we can't live without to the other two folks, and then suggesting specific episodes to watch. The episodes might not be in chronological order, but uh, they were chosen to give folks a good sense of what the show's about. And then because we sort of respect each other's time, we limit the number of episodes to adding up to no more than two hours of content. So we can actually find the, the time to watch all of the suggested episodes. Seems reasonable. So that could be either four 30 minute episodes of an NBC sitcom or two 60 minute episodes of an AMC drama. The other half of the pod is getting panel feedback on a show that was covered in a prior episode to find out what our panel loved, hated, or just didn't get about a show this week, we share our feedback on the society which is available on Netflix and probably upset a celebrity mom or two in the process. And then Dan pitches a show called Penny Dreadful, which is available on Showtime. It was available on Netflix at the time of recording, but last time I checked and probably around the time this this actually drops, it does not appear to be on Netflix anymore, unfortunately. So folks with that, let's get started and please drive around to the second window of this terrible drive through to pick up your supersized order of mediocrity.
1: all right so now we're here for the feedback segment for the show the society that is available on netflix uh, the one and only season Um, it's a teen drama about uh, high school kids who uh, go on what they think is a field trip when they return to their town everyone's gone and they have no idea what happened and then they have to fend for themselves so what did you guys think of the show
2: I'm going to let nine start because I'm really curious to see what he sa- He thinks about me
1: it. too.
0: Okay. So uh, the I'll just read the first, first note, which is actually a sentence fragment. Um, uh, it's uh, immediately pretentious, like teenagers. Um, and I feel bad because I want to like this. I wanted to like it because I like, I, I was trying to think like, am I being unfair to this show? Um, is it, is it too overwrought and depressing? Um, it's, it's, there was just so, so much random weirdness. And I, I understand why you started on episode two instead, uh, instead of one, uh, especially with the way three ended totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everyone's so emo. Um, and it's so <laughs> like, so moody about the, the most random things. And it's not, I, I, I want to emphasize this is not a get off my lawn situation. I, I can emphasize, empathize, empathize with teenagers. I've been there. I'm an, I'm a, 41 year old man who's literally been randomly Googling how to, where I could buy a Portis head sweatshirt and car sticker, because that's how much I love moody uh, trip hop. But um, <laughs> honestly, just like these. Like,
2: so so they, Nayan, I need you to stay for the record that you are not going to, you're not going to see MCR any, anytime soon.
0: MCR. <laughs> I, w- I would totally go see MCR. Are you kidding me? I'm totally here for that. I will not do that. All right. All right. There's, There's no, no way I'm committing nope, to noted. not do that. Noted. I, I guess at the end of the day, I, I think my last note on episode two actually probably sums up how I feel about part of this. And that's uh, the Gilmore girls are going to be so mad about what they did to stars hollow. <laughs> like, Fair I'm, enough. Fair enough. They do. I, I, yeah. Yeah. They do kind of wreck the place. I, 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 I like, I like Friday night lights. So it's not as though like yeah, dramatic teenager stuff is, right? is, is, yeah, it's not alien, but that was, I, I guess the arc of those stories and the, and the way it was presented, I it was just more compelling than this, which just felt like ah, oh, you're all kind of just sad. And I mean, I really appreciate Fra- Fake Brie Larson and all. She's like sh- she's real cool. But um, <laughs> who, who who are you calling Fake Brie Larson? Uh, Cassandra. Oh, Cassandra. Yeah.
2: So so yeah so 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 Cassandra's character would have been the reason why I stayed with this, and there's a, there's a reason why. Okay. Rachel Keller is one of the leads in Legion, uh, and oh. so, yeah. So, so she, as as an actress, I'm very, very much intrigued by her work. I have not seen enough of it. I've only really seen her in these two series at this point, um, you know. But she she definitely intrigues me, you know, and because I think that you know, it's very interesting because you know her. You know, I mean, I'm not to give Legion too much away in case we want. I want to talk about that at some t- at some point. Um, you know, I think her her character starts off a little bit uh, less social, I guess, or less you know in a, in a leadership kind of capacity. Like, um, so it's very interesting to see how she comes across. You know, in in this capacity versus you know the other uh, character I saw her in. So, I mean, that being said, a, as an ensemble, I think the ensemble is is pretty interesting. I mean, they definitely did. You know, we talked about before about how we were concerned about the playing the diversity cards uh you know out of your deck here and i think that you know i i i personally wasn't too offended basically by how it was played out it just kind of was played out oh this is just what the the uh psychographic uh slash demographic makeup is of this town um which is which is kind of reassuring because it's it's definitely you know you know, it. You even had you know even the uh, different class demographic even here as well, so which was very interesting. But yeah, um, but I, yeah. That being said, you know, Nyan, I definitely do appreciate the uh, the emo uh, take on this. Um, you know, it, you know, I mean, there's there's definitely a lot of a lot of that. Uh, the angst factor is real. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I've
1: never seen the show uh, Riverdale, but uh, I get the feeling that's what that's kind of like. Is That is also what that show is like.
0: Well, the, the Dev Kid references Riverdale.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why
0: that was so hilarious.
1: I'm like, I, I literally almost <laughs> just spit take when he said that line.
0: That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> And just to echo Dan's sentiments, yeah, I, I think they treated the representation really well. It did not feel like tokenism. Um, and I liked the way they worked in, you know, the, the deaf kid with a disability. Like, I mean, he very much was just part of the group. And I was impressed with how many people could sign within that group. Like, that was awesome.
1: Sam, I was very surprised by that. So yeah, I, I appreciated that as well. He, he signs with quite a large, you know, quite a good number of other uh, characters.
0: Oh, and one of the things you said, Scott, when you pitched this was it was a bunch of no-name actors. So yeah. far we've Dan's identified one person who's not a no-name actor. And two, the uh the person who plays Becca is the daughter of Pamela Adlon. Um, which um I don't do you guys know her from her show Better Things. She's been in so many things. She's been acting like I mean, I feel like she was a contemporary of John Cusack. Um so if you met her, you'd know her. Um, she was in, uh, the Louis CK show, Louis, like a bunch, um, uh, the sort of uh, the brunette who's always kind of just antagonizing him. Um,
2: I, 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 I saw the, I saw the name of the, I saw her name and it did not put two and two together. So that's very interesting. Yeah. Uh,
0: So what I'm saying is Scott, if you are going to say there are a bunch of no named actors in this, you are going to have to answer to Pamela Adlon and she will murder you. (laughs) If you're going to stick with that. Like I'm just saying, do you have time to to that, to, um, you know, apologize. I haven't,
2: I, for the record, I have not gone on to ancestry.com to look up these other names yet. So I'm sorry. Well, yeah, I was <laughs> going to
1: say nine. And that seems like a <laughs> kind of a deep cut. I, uh, in, in terms of identifying a actress's mother. More so than Murray had, but, um,
0: I don't know, man, you, if it was Bryce Dallas Howard, you'd, you'd recognize that the Howard right away.
1: That's right. That
0: is true. Although, although, I, although, although totally I mean, different.
2: Bryce's involvement in, in 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 the Star Wars universe to me just kind of pre- precludes everything So, for me. Uh, I mean, well, not that her other work isn't amazing. I'm just saying that I really love her work on the Star Wars universe.
1: And I will throw out there, as we've done in some other episodes, that Pamela, whatever her name is, um, if you would like to come on this podcast, I will retract my statement.
0: Pam Adlon, if you're out there and you listen to this by mistake, I'm assuming, um, yeah, exactly. can, please, please join us and and, and uh, take Scott down a peg.
1: There you go. Like you were me- you meant to click on this American life or something, but somehow ended up on this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, what did you guys think of the character of Campbell?
0: Oh, which one was that? They all seem to blend. Are they- I felt like they were all named Campbell at some point.
1: So, 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 so
2: Campbell uh, was is, is the older brother yes Uh, of the death kid and
1: he's kind of like the main bad guy like the kind of um um what's the word i'm thinking of like like really clever and and kind of sadistic but um sometimes might actually have a point
2: right well i i I thought you know again this is there's an i mean unfortunately there this type of person exists in every single high school in america and in some cases there's more than one
0: yeah I, he reminded me of um, Jason Hervey's character from *The Wonder Years*, Kevin's older brother Wayne. Right. I <laughs> see that. That sort of sadistic nature. I guess taken like a modern version of that. Also, just his face.
2: Yeah, well, and, and, but yeah, but but definitely smarter and more put together than Chet from *Weird Science*.
0: Yes, well, one hundred percent.
1: Yeah. I mean, what, what I think it kind of generally speaking, like the really good villainous characters are the ones that you might actually think might be right sometimes So like might, you know, there might be a reasonable way that they act the way they do and, and kind of um, go about what, you know, what the, that they're not just um, being a villain just because the story needs a villain, but that they actually have like a good backstory and just you know kind of reasoning for doing what they do and yeah i thought he really did and the, the way he kind of was trying to manipulate things behind the scenes and then um kind of when when people um uh i think it was i think it was when Ali kind of confronted him about it. he's like hey that wasn't me you know i, I i'm just sitting here and not not minding my own business but you know he's really kind of controlling things i thought that was a really cool um uh, a, a really cool uh, character, and and he had some interesting stories.
0: I really like the work that Kayla did um, in, in terms of what, what she did when she was doing that stuff. I don't know what you guys thought about that.
1: Which one? Kayla. Kayla. Am I just blocking that out
0: can you know i just it? made her up like because they had all these <laughs> random generic names they I was could like, easily a see i was literally,
2: literally racking my brain just now i'm like what <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you, for a second there you all thought there was a kayla and we knew there's a there's a kayla somewhere in this universe
1: people in this you know in this show that it very well could be yeah.
2: yeah i mean yeah i mean it, it's i mean I mean, the closest we get, I guess, is at the castles. Is Kelly looks like, but no, no, no Kayla. So
1: yes, there definitely is a Kelly. Yeah. So. And so, well, nine. Did you think that Cassandra was like being, you know, reasonable in terms of what she was trying to do?
0: Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. I was totally okay. team Cassandra. Okay. Okay. Sam. Also, Sam. great bangs. Let's yeah. Be real. She she made those bangs work. She did. I agree. Um. Yeah, I
2: mean I mean I, I think I, yeah, I think in general basically, you know, just to just to, you know, I'm I'm gonna definitely agree with Nine. I'm I'm definitely team Cassandra here, but you know, then again, you know, if I was to put myself back in the mindset of, you know, a hormone raging high school kid at, you know, likely sixteen or seventeen years of age, I can definitely see a lot of the kind of the the, the apathy with regards to having to do chores, having to do this. I can definitely see a lot of that, especially, you know, if you're Amongst people, a lot of kids who are privileged and saying, "Oh well, how? Why are these people coming to stay in my house?" kind of thing, you know. So I can definitely see, you know, as much as I I would love to believe the best of humanity, be, you know, being the the optimist that the generally the optimist that I am, you know, I I definitely see a lot of the reality of how things might actually play out if this was to happen in real life in a town.
1: Yeah, I think it. You know, it, it seems like it was. They, they they really did try to keep it realistic in terms of how these people who several of whom you know have come from a privileged life and like drive around in BMW BMWs would react if just everything kind of was taken away, um, and how how they you know, would have to you know uh, kind of um, excuse me and how they would have to bite the bullet and just do those menial jobs because otherwise they wouldn't be able to make it.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, 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 it would, it would intrigue me like, again, if a, a non a person who did not believe in equity of, of equity or equality of sorts, basically how they would basically say, okay, you're the poor person or you're the outcast or you're this, and then you have to do the most meal work all the time. And the rest of us will get to do all the cool stuff. You know, I, again, there, there's, if, if, if there really was like, you know, a kind of, a natural selection thing: the people who are the loudest and the most boisterous, or the most powerful, uh, will end. Will kind of resort to that kind of situation where, where it will become classist with not with not that initial intent, basically. But th- that being said, um, so for me, basically, I mean, I'm not sure how nine you feel about this, basically. But you know, for me, um, it is only a single season, um, and being the completest that I am, I might go on to finish it. Um, I, I can't say with any honesty that I'm going to basically put this as a priority um, in my watching queue because obviously we all have extensive queues that you know enlarge every single episode that we, we put out. Um, but you know, I, I think that you know, chances are I probably will continue onward, especially you know, with that uh, um, ending in, in episode three. Basically, you know, I, I think I do kind of am intrigued at least to kind of see at least a little bit beyond that um, in that regard. I mean there there are there are there are only you know 10 episodes basically so it's one of those things that if I have some you know downtime I could definitely see myself just polishing it off just to say that I watched it um you know but uh you know but I definitely you know I think that you know as far as who the show is made for um you know I I feel like it's definitely made for people that you know like um mystery and or kind of like this teen drama thing so basically you know, if you if you you finish off all of Riverdale and maybe you needed something else to watch, then this is something for you possibly.
1: And the one hundred
2: too. And the one hundred, yeah, good. That's a good point, yeah. And then, uh, and then, and then, and then after you're done with this, basically, when you're ready to kind of go through multiple seasons, you can start Nancy Drew. There you
1: go.
0: Right. So yeah, I feel like my thoughts about this. The episodes I saw, I have it, my notes say it sums up this episode. I think it sums up both of them. It's just, there's an exchange between two characters. And one says, why do you think it's about you? And the other one responds, I don't know. I just do. And I feel like that encapsulated the entire two episodes I watched. It's just this. (laughs) Okay. I I get that this is kind of probably how teenagers think. It did feel a little, it, it lacked the dimension I was looking for. Um. It, it didn't hit that Friday Night Lights level um, for me, but I, 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 I'm i probably not going to continue with it. I guess it's one of those things, I, I guess I could keep on in the background, and po- mostly because it, throughout this, I didn't feel like it focused on the actual mystery that much. They were just too busy um, thinking about what to do and how to get around. And I, I mean, I'll be honest, I once they got to the prom, as someone who's been to multiple proms, I was into it. Like I, I appreciate a good prom. Um, well, and
1: it was a yeah. prom that was meant to be a bar mitzvah.
0: Yeah, I know
1: that
2: that, that that made it even more ironic. Yeah, yeah,
1: that, which
2: was great. No, I I, I, again, I think there was a little bit of commentary there. Not not just because you know, um, you know, you know, we tend to spend pretty lavishly on the coming of age ceremony for the Jewish faith, uh, but the idea that you know things were almost coming to a point where they were actually maturing, actually behaving like a society. Oh, oh, it's so funny. He said the name of the show. <laughs>
1: uh, um, no, well no, done. I, well done.
2: So, yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. It, it, it was kind of, kind of a little bit of a, uh, you know, kind of an almost like, Oh, look at that. And then wham, that's all I'm going to say about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think to, to wrap it up, I would love to hear your guys' theories on, what happened to them? Like, what's what? What what is the explanation for why everyone disappeared and why they can't go go anywhere outside the town? You know what I'm gonna
0: say, Nyan. So I'm gonna let you go. <laughs> I have no idea, and there's there's nothing in those two episodes that makes me even remotely care. I literally <laughs> just I literally just want to get uh, the deaf gay dude laid. Like that's what <laughs> I wanted to happen. Because yes. when they start talking, yes. about it, I was like, oh no, he's right. If they're all alone here and they're like they're statistically there's another another gay dude probably there. Um probably closet they, they're yes. not out of the closet. Um, he's not gonna get laid. And I was like, Oh my god, we totally gotta get this dude laid. Like that's um, he, and then I was I, as I I like say that I'm talking about a teenager re- wait, and I should
2: you stop. refer to the prophecy of the man oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Sam is a the the the
0: gay
1: character, the deaf gay character Sam is is a very good character. I like the actor too, he does a great job. Oh yeah, he's, yeah, he's awesome. He's awesome. Yeah.
0: I, I I want I would love to have spent had my my thoughts provoked and tried to think about exactly what happened to them. But at no point did they ever make me care. They were just they were busy solving problems, which I appreciate. They were busy texting, and I'm like, do you have T-Mobile? Like, what's going on? <laughs> well, how are you still How are you texting each other? This is nuts. Um, yeah. But you can't get to anybody. And then I don't know. Everyone's just grabbing each other's genitals. So like, who cares <laughs> if they can figure out what's going on? Guys, go nuts. Enjoy. Like I'm glad yeah, they were again,
2: again, you know, objectively speaking, you know, they, they definitely went with, you know, a lot of people that, you know, are attractive, but could also almost be the girl or guy next door. So, oh yeah. So I think that, that you know, casting wise, they definitely did the right. They did, they did that right at least.
1: Uh, so Dan, you're sticking with your aliens theory
2: that's my number one thing i mean just just one thing i hadn't i didn't didn't even think about this before but it's very funny that you know we're all emo about this series and i didn't notice that in the logo the i is the largest letter that's in the in 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 the logo here so this makes a hundred percent it it was screaming at us before we even started watching i'm like this is all about me because i'm because i'm the center of the world uh it, you know and, and so, so therefore you know, because they're so they're so centered on their own personal worlds they're not aware of the ets that are floating around here
0: <laughs> or they're inside a snow globe we're going to go full yeah. sand elsewhere Oh, it, are,
1: are they just you know, like some kind of experiment scientific experiment that see okay. that, that see that would be my that'd be
2: my, my, my number 2 it'd be some sort of kind yeah. of if if it's not aliens controlling the proverbial experiment then it's going to basically be some sort of you know um entity so you know that yeah. it is in it merely for the science of it or in it for the you know the psychological you know torture so to speak uh, and then thirdly basically you know some evil government you know government society so no. right. You know, right
1: well th- they conspiracy. do mention that there was this really strong bad smell in the town before they before everyone else disappeared so like that has to have something
0: to do with it i think it's just uh, campbell
1: <laughs> <laughs> Campbell's causing the smell.
0: Yeah, Campbell and or Gwen. Gwen sucks. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs>
1: yes, she does. Um, yeah. my theory is a wormhole that they somehow went through a wormhole to like another planet, and um the it, but that that yeah, maybe someone or something like recreated the town in this other place. Yeah, because I mean, again, I if, if, I, if they
2: I, have you know the ability to read memories, I mean
1: yeah. And they mentioned yeah. in the second episode that um, the sky like didn't look like what it should, or like there was an eclipse when there wasn't oh, supposed yeah. to be one. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, oh, so
2: yeah. I was. I was I, for a brief moment. I was kind of getting those almost uh, contact vibes, you know.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. There
2: you yeah, go. Like, I, 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 but no I one said I'm okay to go, part. so I wasn't sure what was happening.
1: Yeah, I like. Yeah, I, I like that idea. That but is yeah. all, It's like to a certain extent in their heads, but. Yeah. That they are in a different physical location.
2: Yeah. Every time they talked about the smell, though, I just kept thinking about Agent Smith. So that's just that's where that's where I went in my mind. It's still smell. I was trying to classify your species and I realized you're all emos.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Way to way to work the matrix in there. All right. Thanks, guys. That's what we
0: thought.
2: You can appear as mist, as vapor, like the fog. No, actually we're not talking about that version. Uh, we're here to talk about Penny Dreadful TV series this time around. Uh, this was a, a British American horror drama TV that was created uh, originally for Showtime and Sky uh, by uh, John Logan who worked alongside Sam Mendes on the show. Eventually um, eventually landed on Showtime uh, and whatnot and uh, it actually premiered at uh, South by Southwest actually uh, all the way back on, on in March of 2014, actually, and then later, you know, obviously came back on on demand across the board once you know the whole streaming thing came came around. Um, so for those of you who don't know what what, what Penny Dreadfuls were, they were um, fictional publications, basically usually based in you know so somewhat since you know you know more out there subject matter, and uh, you know what basically this the whole series brings and kind of merges together a number of these. Uh, public domain characters that you you might have known from, say, the 19th 19th century. So we're talking everyone from uh, Dorian Gray, of course, lots of people from the Dracula uh, uh, universe, so to speak. So we're talking about Mina Harker. We're talking about Abraham Van Helsing. We're talking about John Seward. We're talking about Renfield. We're talking about Dracula. Um, um, So we're talking a lot of those people. Plus we're talking Victor Victor Frankenstein, his monster, uh, Henry Jekyll, uh, and, you know, a bunch of other ones as well so it's pretty it's it's, it's a pretty uh, interesting series how they kind of um are able to merge all these characters into kind of one uh plot point and so that's that that's what i think is really kind of neat about that is that they they do they do justice to each of the each of the characters here but at the same time they uh um they are managed to kind of i think put together a pretty fairly cohesive storyline i, I think in my opinion and, and uh you know uh you know kind of goes from there so there for three seasons 27 episodes total and whatnot and so uh there are um you know it's, it's it leads off in in london as you know you know as we mentioned um you know the uh it starts off with you know uh, an american actually who goes to uh help out uh a britishman so and, and the, the cast is actually pretty pretty interesting so the 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 first uh so the, first, the guy, guy comes to london ethan chandler is an american gunman and, and a roadshow artist and uh you know, for for those for, for those of you might know a certain guy named Josh Hartnett, uh, who and he who he plays him, and then he goes after to help the rescue the daughter of Malcolm Murray, played by Timothy Dalton, and so and the and the one who plays uh, his daughter is Ava Green. So you have a lot of really big hitters here. Um, so, you know, so, you know, Timothy Johnson is, you know, not, not only Bond, but, you know, also in Doctor Who, uh, you know, and, and Ava Green, of course, of, of many, many series, but you know 300 amongst other ones as well. So there's a lot of really awesome casts that, you know, kind of is all spread around this. And as you go through the series, you've got a bunch of other, you know, people that come in uh, uh, across the board here. And so there's a lot of awesome performing casts. Uh, that goes in throughout here, but yeah. So it's, I think it's like I said. It's, if you like, some, what I like about this, this is that, like I said, it's a it's a pretty cohesive storyline. The acting is is I think is pretty tremendous. The the dialogue is very good uh, across the board, basically. And I like this because it's it's a little bit kind of edgy. So it's uh, you get some classic. You know some things about these classic characters. Uh, at the at the same time, you know, you definitely can kind of grow to see the way they've been chosen or written to be interpreted, if you will. Uh, and how they interact with each other. So I think that that's what really kind of, you know, drew me to the series basically is that, you know, it was cause it, I, I don't necessarily always love, you know, more modern horror as much. And so this kind of more gritty Victorian kind of style definitely kind of rang, rang a little more true with me. Uh, and, and actually later, uh, there was a spinoff series, uh, called City of Angels that uh, that premiered during the pandemic, actually. So uh, I've yet to watch that, but I think it is kind of on my radar, and I will get to it at some point. But that's my two cents about Penny Dreadful.
1: Wow. Okay. So w- would you say that it is, like, um, I'm trying to figure out or, like, figure out if, how to ask, like, what type of, you know, like, what is the... Um, What is like the feeling of the show? What's what is the mood of the show? Is it more like horror or or drama or some kind of combination of different things?
2: I would kind of a merger of every merger of both of those. So I'd say like a dark, like super supernatural kind of drama, and there is there are some thriller elements in here too as well. I mean, there's a lot obviously historical. Uh, aspects to this as well because you know it takes place you know back in the day but I, yeah I, I would say you know drama i think it would probably say about like maybe you know 40 percent drama 40 percent uh kind of you know you know old school horror and then 20 percent mix of like say supernatural fantasy thriller uh a little bit of mysticism thrown in for, for for good measure
1: oh wow all right so it's like a kind of a hodgepodge of a few different kinds of
2: yeah yeah, but it's de- definitely leaning more into the drama and the horror, for sure, because there's like, the, you know, it's definitely, you know, um, a lot of darker, darker, darker scenes. A lot of, again, it's, again, I, I, I just like my previous one I talked about before, there is some grittiness to this thing. <laughs> and I feel like, I feel like there's a lot of gritty series I watch now uh, for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, so I think it kind of it encompasses both of those.
0: So in terms, so, all right. So I think I'm the only person on the planet who enjoyed the movie uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Uh, I actually went on to read the, the graphic novels. Oh, nice. Why would I watch this? I've already seen League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Um, mm-hmm. It sounds like it's the same thing. I, I mean, I love me some Josh Hartnett, Timothy Dalton, and or Ava Green. But why, why would, if I've got sort of the same feel, what's the, why, why would I also watch this?
2: Yeah, so uh, comparing to the movie, I, I'd say that the, the, well, there are you know obviously some jokes here and there in the course of this thing. I think this is definitely a, a lot darker, I would say. And there's an, and I'd say the there's a lot more there's a lot more time spent on some of the psychology of each of the characters and like the demons that they're dealing with, both literal and figurative. And you know, I so I say and I'd say that there's little it's a little less action oriented although like i said it's not that it's devoid of action but it, i just feel like that the the you short gentleman does has a lot of action like there's you know a lot of scenes basically either involving you know obviously you know nemo or involving you know uh you know actual you know fights and whatnot and you know and whatnot and and, and the cast there was also really good as well uh, honestly uh, but yeah I, I think that this is kind of a little bit more Anything a little bit more horror, I'd say a little more horror, a little edgier than League of Shorty Journalism. And for that purpose, basically, I think it's like I said, it's, it has, like I said, it does have a very similar character roster for sure. Um, but I think it's a little, it's definitely a little different in that regard.
1: I'm just amazed that Josh Hartnett was in something from the 2010s. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. And it and, and wasn't starring alongside Harrison Ford.
1: Wait, what was he in with Harrison Ford?
2: He was in that, a detective movie.
0: Hollywood homicide. Yeah. Oh, no, I, don't, I don't remember that one. Yeah. yeah. There's no reason to. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> mediocre at best. Um, yeah. I
2: would say, I would say, I would say he, like, he, I think he did. This is probably one of his better uh, roles out there. I would think. Um, I think, but I think a lot of what, they bring him. I think they bring his uh, role up a little bit more with with the surrounding cast. I think a lot. Um, there's a lot of you know. I think and I think you know, for those people out there who now have watched Doom Patrol, um, you can kind of almost see kind of a little bit, um, uh, a little bit of a little bit of an inspiration, um, you know, uh, for, came to Doom Patrol for Tim Timothy Dalton that came possibly indirectly from this, which I think because you kind of can kind of drive a little bit of the kind of that, that darkness. Thread from this series to that series, uh, with Doctor Who in between, so it's pretty neat.
0: Oh, interesting!
2: Hmm. And speaking of Doctor Who connections, if you, if you watch further on the series, you get to see Billy Piper, so that's always fun too.
0: Oh, it's always a good time. <laughs> Sorry, now now I'm on Josh Hartnett's um, IMDb page because I was like, I know he he disappeared for a while and then came back. Um, he's been doing stuff. Um, trying to think of something of. Thought I'd seen him in something and I was like, oh, where did you come from? Uh, 30 <laughs> yeah. years ago. was thinking all the way back to Lucky Number Slevin. Oh, wow. right. All right. Old, right. old, because we're old. Oh, <laughs> I forgot he was in the Virgin Suicides. Oh, that's
2: right. Yeah. Oh, and one other thing to note of actually, it's just it's speaking of, we were just, you know, just before we started recording, we, um, we, you know, this actually—they uh, did a comic book tie-in with this that uh, released a couple years uh, after, uh, and whatnot. And then they actually were going to do a second second series related to that that was going to be tie-in after the finale of the original series. So it's pretty neat.
0: Objection! When you said you were going to pitch the show, you said you were going to move away from comic books, though.
2: I know, I know, but I happen to see us so now. I have to mention it.
0: You, well, all your I, credibility I is gone.
1: No, zero credibility.
0: What credibility?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought that's part of this whole thing is that none of us have any credibility.
0: Yeah, it, I've got credibility. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's yeah. pretty amazing.
2: Yeah, I, I, but they they have to see my brilliant threads of mediocrity. So
1: there you go. I mean that that's just uh, that, that's a real good way to put it. Exactly.
0: The, something more <laughs> than mediocrity. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, I think you're reaching a little bit there.
0: That's true. I mean, considering where we went to college, we're all pretty pretty happy with mediocrity. Um,
2: yeah, <laughs> we, go, we go there.
0: <laughs> so, all right. I, I guess I, I'd seen this. Um, I remember some. Uh, no, I think maybe Kate said she'd watched it and was was less than impressed. So that's why I never jumped into it. It looked interesting. So now that I'm contractually obligated and statutorily probably <laughs> um, to watch this show, uh, I'm I'm curious because actually the. The follow-up you mentioned, the City of Angels one, actually looked more interesting to me with Natalie Dormer. Um, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen that? Is it better? No,
2: that's on, that's on that's on my list. So I definitely won. I definitely you know it, when, whenever when it dropped last year, I'm like, oh, I, we I, to, I was talking to the show, but we have to we still have to see this. And then you know uh, um, then it, we just never got our, get around to doing it because I mean, yeah, the, the cast also there. I mean, you, you see um, you know a, a couple people return actually uh but then you know you said nathalie dormer and nathan lane are in it and you know there's there's a lot of you know really awesome newcomers in the series as well so it's uh yeah i mean i definitely am looking forward to, to checking that out um i'll probably i'll probably confirm with cheryl if she still wants to watch it with me if not i will jump ahead in it but we'll have to see you know
0: gotcha okay yeah i guess i'm curious to see how this works out um i don't know if i like it but there's only one way to find out, and that's to read summaries online and not watch the show. Um, <laughs> and take your it. way through it. Exactly. No, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious. I was kind of curious, to be honest. And I, for some reason, I thought Helena Bottom Carter was involved, but it doesn't sound like it was the case. Did I confuse her with Ava Green? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Can I just watch, like, can I go to, like, a steampunk con? Like, now that we're easing out of the pandemic, I feel like, that may be maybe the equivalent of watching the show
2: yeah yeah I, I feel like i feel i feel like we have to like you know um get don in a steampunk gear for sure you know we well, we, we, we we you know you know i i, th- I want to see though i want to see a i want to see flavor Flav, but in steampunk gear i think that'd be amazing <laughs> see the, the clock could be like totally steampunk and that's what i really want
1: to see i would that would be very enjoyable i will say
0: which is um, wears a, a mini clip grandfather clock around his neck
1: exactly it'd be, <laughs> it'd be perfect excellent <laughs> yeah when, it, could complete with chimes and everything
0: which, yeah it's just like a replica of big ben around his neck
2: yes yeah. you know, but, but 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 then you would have to speak like you know in like you know a victorian accent and he, he could say yes children <laughs>
1: Uh, so this also seems like a show that I wouldn't necessarily pick out, but I'm intrigued and it's cool that like, it brings all of these familiar characters together and tries to do some different stuff with them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think there's like, again, you know, it's, it's, I think that, you know, there are, you know, as Nyan mentioned, you know, League of Story Gentlemen, and there's been obviously other interpretations, you know, Bram Zucker's Dracula from, you know, from the early nineties and, uh, the more recent Frankenstein movie, I didn't bother, going, bother watching, <laughs> honestly. Um, but the, the, pre, the one previous that was released was definitely kind of a lot a lot more. And there's been a lot of other, you know, interpretations, you know, Von Helsing and the, and the Netflix show that came out as well. You know, so there, again, there's a, there's a lot of the, these public domain characters that, you know, that, that constantly get remade or rethought of and, and whatnot. And it's always good to see, you know, what people can bring to the table, I think,
0: you know. That's true. I like it when people bring things to the table.
2: Yeah, and in and, and worst case scenario, you can always fall back to uh, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Sulu. Hello,
1: <laughs> where did that come in?
2: Oh, that was a Family Guy reference.
1: Oh, uh, okay. He, he also
2: he also said, he also said, "Oh no, I shouldn't have taken all of those chemicals."
1: <laughs> I was like, "Wait, George Takei is in this show?"
2: <laughs> yeah, He would pretty 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 cool cameo if he did though. That would be great. Absolutely.
1: So, which episodes are you recommending, Dan?
2: Yeah, so I, I recommend just you know charging right in. Um, you know, I think that you know these these do run um, a, these do run on a, a little bit more on the, on the longer side. Um, so, I think you know you know the, if you watch the first two, that's more it should be more than enough to kind of get a feel on what this is for sure.
1: Cool. And what uh, service is it on? Sorry if I missed that before.
2: The, uh, yeah, so this is this is still I believe this is, this is now available on Netflix. I believe
1: Netflix. All right. Well, it's definitely a different type of show than what we've uh, discussed so far.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I will do this, um, and it will happen. So,
1: yeah, I just, I
2: I just, my my only sincerest hope that it just won't be dreadful.
1: I mean, I'm expecting it to be
0: potentially boring. So, Uh, yeah. All right, let's give this
1: a shot. But you know, I'll give you a penny for my thoughts oh
0: you both need to leave
2: (laughs) i'll see myself out
0: well we tried that brings us to the end of another episode of the watch okay please podcast please join us next week for another exercise in futility in the meantime please rate and review us on itunes or if you didn't listen to to this on itunes please complain about us on your social media platform of choice good night everybody